Hi, this is Damon Pistolka, host of the Faces of Business, where I talk with interesting people sharing life and business experiences to entertain, engage, build community, and provide information to help others succeed. If you're interested in learning more about one of our guests or how we are helping business owners generate wealth and build businesses they can sell or succeed at Exit Your Way, you can find more information on our website, ExitYourWay.com, or by contacting me directly, Damon at ExitYourWay.com. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome once again to the Faces of Business. I am Damon Postolka, and boy, are we going to have a lot of fun today because with me today, I've got Nate Crandall and Steve Galley, and we're going to be talking about stop parenting and start coaching. And we're going to understand why some parents may want to take a coaching approach instead of the traditional parent approach with those if you're a parent of a performer and these guys know what they're talking about. So Nate, Steve, welcome. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Damon. This is awesome. This is awesome. Well, we were in the backstage in the green room talking and I got it going and they got it going and we were a few minutes late, but I apologize if anyone's been out there and, and wondering where we're at. And if you left already, you can always come back and check it later. But guys, I'm excited to have you on today because what we are going to be talking about, I think, is so incredibly important, you know, because, uh, you know, so many, so many parents today. And I was just talking with with one of my clients this week. He's going to have a daughter in, in select soccer and a son that's in select lacrosse. And, and, and these kids are not very old, you know, these are like 10, 12 year old kids and the, the proliferation of the select sports and club sports and, and, and kids playing sports younger and more often throughout, I think creates a lot of tension between parents and children. And I'm really interested to see what you guys have to say about, you know, give us some other ideas <laughs> and, and maybe some alternative thoughts in, in the whole process. So let's, let's start out like we normally do. Nate, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and kind of how you got into uh, coaching beyond what you've done in, in schools and teams and everything else. So both of my parents are educators. So I grew up around the classroom environment. I helped my mom a ton in her classroom as I was going to school. And that kind of propelled me down the, the road of, of teaching. But when I was about 19, I graduated from high school and I connected with my high school basketball coach. And he, uh, we got talking and I got on the staff with him. And so I started coaching sports as well as pursuing the teaching and education. And so I got into the coaching part, uh, the teaching part, and I ran through that for about 13 years, uh, teaching biology, coaching basketball, doing all those things. Uh, and then I started to get into psychology and I went back and I got my master's in psychology and I was coaching golf and basketball and doing all those things at the same time. And as I got further and further into the psychology, I, it really changed my coaching approach and when it changed my coaching approach, I noticed it changed my parenting approach. And by this time, my kids were all a little bit older. And I realized with my youngest, I'm a way better parent when I'm coaching my daughter than I am when I'm trying to be a parent. 
and that was really, you know, that's kind of where, where I ended up with this is, you know, screwing up a whole bunch with my, my older kids and then kind of starting to figure a few things out by applying some of the coaching principles instead of, you know, just the parenting stuff. Yeah. That's how I ended up here. Yeah. So, that, so you apologize to your older kids that you just were and, and yeah. frequently I still, yeah. Do yeah. <laughs> I, I, had, yeah. I had a lunch meeting with my youngest daughter, who's a young adult yesterday. And I apologized to her, uh, for being a poor parent and, uh, asked for a permission to do a reset. And, uh, we had a great coaching session. It was awesome. Yeah, I'm writing down a couple notes there. I could, I, I need to do that. <laughs> so, Steve, tell us about your give us your background too. So, we've got it from Nate. Let's hear it from you. Well, I'm the son of an unhappy lawyer, and I I knew at age 15 that my dream career was to be a high school teacher and coach, and that was because of my high school basketball coach. He uh, coached me in football my sophomore year and uh, in basketball my sophomore through senior year. And uh, him along with my dad, they were the two best coaches I had as a, as a young person. And that was just my dream, dream career. I just finished it uh, after 32 years. And so it's, uh, I mean, through a weird kind of a series of events, uh, Nate is one of my former assistant coaches uh, when I was still coaching basketball. And uh, through COVID, and I mean, we could list about 15 to 20 other so-called coincidences that have happened. Uh, it's brought us to the point where we have one-on-one uh, -on -one high performance coaching practices that we do and uh, create, transform, and become a really, I think, started last fall. About this time last year. About this time last year, uh, probably on a long-distance run somewhere. And uh, it's just gradually grown. And uh, I don't know. Every day's we just learn something new every day about the entrepreneurial side of things. And really what we love is creating the content and uh, just, you know, we're creating courses and we're starting the podcast and uh, we really, I mean, basically we want to help thousands of parents and in turn help their teens. For example, like your clients, uh, children who are, they're joining these club teams and I can just, I can promise you there's going to be some tension. There's going to be some, mm -hmm. there's going to be some challenges as they navigate that road. And that's, we're trying to address those and help people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. And we'll, we'll, we'll get more into the, into, into some of the things that you're seeing, because I'm sure you guys have tons of great examples because there are, there are definitely challenges in that. So as, as you guys, you came together, did, did it, did coaching these, these parents, did the, how did that idea just evolve? Did you, you know, where, where did that come from? 
So our, our relationship started back in about 2008 when he brought me on as an assistant coach. And I really looked up to him because I was trying to be a head coach at the time. And I learned a lot from him. He was running. And so that was kind of the impetus that got me running. Mm-hmm. And a little bit later on, when I became a head coach, he would share stuff with me that would kind of inspire me to try to be a better coach. Well, that was when I got into doing some of the the executive coaching, life coaching, that kind of stuff, the one-on-one high-performance coaching. And then I took that back to him, and Steve was actually one of my clients. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was so amazing at it that now he's actually turned himself into a better life coach than I've ever been. Um, and it's been really fun to watch his growth. So as we kind of did that back and forth, mutually beneficial relationship, we got to the point where, you know, Steve retired from teaching, retired from coaching, and now he was looking for the next thing that he's going to do to make a difference. And he loved working with kids. He loved working with their parents. And so we got talking about what he's going to do, this whole life coaching thing, how Steve had, you know, gotten into that and gotten so great at it. And we started to hatch this idea of, you know what, we should work together to take this message to the people that are really going to need it. And that's the parents of these kids, because we've been around and we have over 50 years of combined experience in coaching at the high school level. And so Mm -hmm. we've seen pretty much everything when it comes to parent child interactions from the really good ones to the graphically bad ones. And all of them could benefit from tweaking the approach a little bit to really helping their kids feel empowered and encouraged and equipped to be better as performers. And so that, wow. that's kind of where we landed. And so we started messing around with this idea and we came up with the idea of create, transform, become to share some online courses, do some great things that are specifically designed to help develop the mindset in both the parents and the, the teens to really excel and not compromise their relationships in the process. So excellence yeah, so- is something that they could go after, but the relationship was not something that got lost. Yeah. So they, you guys are doing things both for parents and their children. Yeah. And like I actually do, Steve only has one client that's, that's younger, but the majority of my clients are actually teens that I do my coaching stuff with. Okay. And Nate is, I mean, this is his zone of genius. So I kind of hitch my trailer uh, to this, even though I've had lots of experience with, with teens when I was coaching them, Mm -hmm. he, he actually has a master's in uh, adolescent psychology and uh, is, he's a total, he's a total geek when it comes to how proud of it. Yeah. How can I help? How can I help this teenager in this situation? The reason why we're focusing so much on the parents is the parents are, uh, they're the, they're going to be the ones that buy our courses. And it's really difficult to get just to the teens unless you're in your local area. And so we are going to, um, and, and the parents, to be honest, when, when we talk with parents, and we do this all the time and we, they, they all see the problem. Uh, why is my, um, why is she not happy? They won the game. Uh, why is, um, why is she so unhappy um, that she's not playing as much, playing as much? She's on this great team. 
they don't know they don't know the right things to say after games, before games, uh, before tryouts, and I think Nate and I we've 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 both said all of the wrong things <laughs> with a, with our own kids with our teams. Um, so we have that we have those failures that help us to to get better. Um, we also have watched what what parents what they say what they do and in gymnasiums on courts on fields and um, when we talk to parents they they actually are asking for help so not all parents want the help but we're we're gonna go try to find those parents that want help and uh, it's not that we have all the answers or every answer but we we definitely well this guy for sure he's a coaching master he w- he will he he will make you think he will make parents think mm-hmm. which is part of the 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 reason for the name of our uh, our podcast yeah yeah the stop parenting and start coaching i mean it really is um it really does make you make you think about this and, and let's just talk a little bit about the differences that there are when you've got a child that's that's a high performer in sports compared to if you got a child that's going to school could be really good in academics but may not have that demand that uh, a, an activity like a football a basketball a lacrosse whatever the sport is or, or even there's there's some other i mean it could be chess club it doesn't matter there it takes a lot of a lot of this kind of stuff is the same thing i don't want to leave any of that out but there's just talk about some of the, the the differences that that these parents have to deal with that that's that just make it challenging. The, the biggest one is the pressure, um, the pressure to perform, because all kids, all students feel per pressure, the pressure to perform yeah. in the classroom. But when you go to the performer route as well, and this is true across the board, I mean, you got marching band kids that are spending an extra 20 to 40 hours a week after school practicing their routines. And that creates pressure. Um, The athletes, it's pressure. And the the pressure can be, it's real to the kid. And we can all look at, as adults, we look at that and, oh, you know, it's, there's no big deal. We'll love you no matter what, but they feel it. And yeah. it's that pressure that creates the fractures. It's almost like when when a, a car window gets hit by a, a rock, you've got that shatter point that it creates, and that pressure is often the shatter point. And so it creates that, and then it ripples out from that, and the pressure can show up in you know depression. It can show up in procrastination, perfectionism, in so many different anxieties, another big one that you see a lot. And so that pressure gets you know, popping up all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a great point because that pressure is, is, um, yeah. And the pressure, I mean, because it's hard for both the parents and the children, correct? Yes. And the, the parents, this is why I wish kids would understand more than anything else. Their parents love them absolutely like they can't even comprehend how much their parents love them and so anything that the parents are doing is almost always coming from a place of we love you and we want to see you be successful 
Yeah. But what the kids end up picking out of that is often more pressure because they want, they love their parents. And so they want to perform for their parents. And that creates a, a unique kind of pressure because performing for the person that you love more than anybody else and you want to have be proud of you, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. And, and so just that dynamic there, you throw coaches out, you throw college scholarships out the window, just the desire that the kids have to perform at high levels for their parents who they know love them, they know care about them, and they know they're supporting them financially, showing up for all the games. Yeah. And, and so a lot of that pressure actually comes from a place where the parents are driven by love. The kids are driven by this desire to please their parents and, and they love them. And so they want to show them that they're successful. And somehow that turns into everybody getting depressed and yelling at each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'd, yeah, yeah. I've been there. So I'm going to turn up a little bit, you know, because huh? yeah, my son my son could have played college baseball if he wanted to. And, and uh, he chose to go to school, which is awesome. But I can remember there were times when he, you know, you know, the work that goes into it, but I can remember now that you're saying that the experience of him coming off the field and being really disappointed that he didn't do like he wanted to. Uh, and he was a pitcher and, and it was like, you know, there's two ways you can deal with it. And, and the, I think you talk about coming from a place of love, I learned fairly quickly that it really helped to diffuse the situation when I said, you know what, it doesn't matter whatever happens on the field. I love you. Awesome. And the thing that we would focus on was, and I, and I saw this in the club that he was at because it was really good. It says, you know, the games aren't won on the field as much as they are for your preparation for doing what you're doing. Uh, and that's, um, and, and that, that was, I was fortunate to have that, but I, it's, it's, I imagine you've got to run into people that just don't understand a, the difficulty in the sports, the pressure from the pressure side of it. And they expect more than is really appropriate at times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, it, uh, it gets very, very complex, very, very fast. You start yeah. throwing in expectations um, you know, unrealistic or even realistic expectations. And then that, that just, it's part of that fracture web that just spreads yeah. out. So what are some of the most positive things that you've seen when, when, when you're working with these, these parents that they can do to, you know, help their children in the right way? This is actually why we we started the podcast because we we want to throw that stuff out there and so I, I appreciate you asking uh, and as the podcast gets going and you're going to see more and more of these throughout the each episode but the first one we really kind of just jump in with that interaction that you mm -hmm. have after a competition uh, and some of the great things that that help people to to have better interactions after one and at the when the once a, uh, a competition's done, the result actually doesn't matter, mm -hmm. and that's weird to think. And that this is part of where the reimagining process comes in. But at that point, there's nothing prescriptive that I could say as a parent that can make them feel better, or that you know they're really going to digest. And so the focus should be on the athlete, asking them questions. 
what do you feel you did well today? Like that's a powerful question and it lets them do all the talking. And then as a parent, I can vibe off of that. Like if they're, if they're really down, they're like, I didn't do anything well today. Was well, that totally true? And you just invite them to, to get into that. And if they double down and say, yeah, I didn't do anything. Well, how come you feel that way? Yeah. If, is there something you feel you could have done better in advance so you could feel like you played better? And, and that's the real difference in the parenting and coaching approaches. Often parenting falls into the, we want to tell them what to do. We want to fix it all right now. Whereas the coaching approach is more of a, we invite them into a discussion and help them to create solutions on their own. And hmm. teens need that. Like they need to have that skill set where they can generate solutions on their own. And as a parent, we're in a unique position where if we ask questions, and they don't even have to be the right questions. As long as the questions are coming from a place of, I just want to hear more about what went on. We talk about how one of the greatest phrases you can actually say is just tell me more. If you don't know what question to ask and, and the kid's like, oh man, I, I was awful out there today. Oh, tell me more. Yeah. And then just let the kid talk and, and they'll they get to the point where they're like, yeah, my, my dad just wants to hear what I have on my mind. And then if the kid asks for specific help, now you're coming from a place where you're invited in and your help is being wanted instead of trying to force it on them. Yeah. So that's, so kind Steve, of, that's, that's one big one right off. Yeah. So Steve, did you ever think when you were coaching that you would turn around and do it, do it this way and coach the parents? Well, so I grew up with all authoritarian coaches, old yeah. school guys, guys that made you cry. Yeah. But not, but not a happy cry. Yeah. Um, I, you know, running was punishment. Uh, get on mm -hmm. the line, more sprints. Uh, and I was fine with it. I, I was okay with it. It's, it's not a great approach nowadays. It's, it's not a good approach with kids not that there can't be some discipline rules yeah. boundaries yeah. but uh no it's funny you asked that question damon because when we were recording an episode the other day i was actually kind i didn't tell nate this but i was kind of pinching myself i said this is a really good shift this is a really yeah. good shift for me and that it has to be a really good shift for a lot of parents no to go from, I mean, bef before we got on the air, you, we were talking about lawyers, right? That was kind of depressing, but uh, <laughs> we were, we were talking about lawyers and uh, we really, we want, we want parents to get out of the consultant mode. Uh, there is a time, there is a time for that. But when it comes to before a performance, after a performance, um, how many dads, and I'm going to pick on the dads more than the moms, but how many dads and a few moms want to go in and be a consultant? You could have, you should have. It, it's, a, it's a dead end road. It, it is a dead end road. And you can, keep, you can keep trying it. I tried it. Um. 
Now, in fairness, there were times where I was coach and dad. I coached. Yeah. I coached. I have two sons, yeah. and I coached them both through through high school. Um, yeah. That was both rewarding and challenging. But the consultant mode, not good. A, a, a coaching mode where you lead with curiosity. That I mean, that is a great word to. That is. That to, is. Lead with some curiosity instead of um, I've got the five. I've got a list of five things uh, that you should have done, and you really should listen to me. I know the game just finished, but you really should listen to me because if you fix these five things, you'll be good next time. Yeah, yeah, that's that's gotta be be a lot different. We have uh, Liz Jones on here from the UK, and I believe Liz was a a, a very very good fencer, if I remember right. Something crazy good at some one of these sports but uh so she understands some of this obviously um but i think that is interesting it's got to be really interesting for you now that you're you're coming around helping parents because let's face it there's no there's no book that you go okay here's my parenting book and i'm opening it up and doing this right we're all winging it yeah i mean i don't i don't care i mean my mother went to school for she's got her doctorate in education and all this kind of junk and psychology all this and we still are winging it so what do you think is the most exciting for you guys to be doing that do be just to be doing this now what's the the thing that is most exciting for you the thing that's most exciting for me is the difference that it can make for the kids yeah when if a kid gets a parent that they feel like genuinely cares about them regardless of their performance and that relationship can get great that's when that's when you see people really find joy and engagement and confidence and excitement with their life is when they feel like they're loved and supported no matter what and it frees them up to chase their dreams like liz said that the discipline and the boundaries are necessary if you have a great relationship with your kids how much easier is it to have conversations about discipline and boundary. And then once the kids understand that they're coming from a place of love with those, now they start to live within it and realize how much freedom you actually get when you live within discipline and boundaries. Yeah. That's exciting to me. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. There's two things that get me real, real excited about this. Number one is the actual uh, entrepreneurial journey that we're on. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I, I I don't know. It's just, it's exciting to me to, yeah. to, to try to, to create something uh, that just started from an idea on a run and to see, see where we're at. And uh, we, we're getting help. We don't know what we're doing when it yeah. comes to that stuff. But we're getting really good help from lots of really good people. And that makes it awesome. fun because then we can spend time on the creation part. The second part is the same as Nate. If we can help parents, like I got into high school coaching because of my high school coach, because of the impact he had on me personally. Yeah. And so yeah. I wanted to do I wanted to do the same. Well, I don't want to coach basketball anymore for, for a multitude of reasons. But this is exciting to me because in my, my son calls this my encore career. Yeah. um, I don't know. I've got a lot of years and uh, we, we can create a lot of good, good things for parents. Help a lot of people that will then help 
a lot of of teens and with the with the way that you we can create online courses um, we can do virtual coaching it it's really cool to know that we can actually have a huge impact outside of our local area yeah. which is yeah. that's i mean that's what we've done in our teaching and and coaching careers but now we could help the parents uh, we could help the dad of baseball players in Seattle, Washington. Mm-hmm. We can help yeah. the we can help the mom. We can help the single mom who's trying to deal with her daughter who's really good at lacrosse, but could use some some help with this. And we can provide easy, pretty affordable ways for for people to do this. It's really exciting mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. Well, I just, I just think, think back to the multitudes. I I started similar to you guys, not professionally. I started coaching baseball when I was 18 or 19. And I coached up until my son quit playing a few years ago. And um, the parent interactions is what I'm focusing on now is there are so many parents that A, we don't know what to do and we me either um and then we we that that whole interaction around the game during the games you know and in in practice this whole kind of thing that the stuff that you guys can create has got to be uh, you get it's got to really make you feel good because it, it's just not knowing is the biggest thing for a lot of parents I mean, like I said, we, there's no handbook out here. And when it comes to your, your children doing something like whatever it is, chess or sports or, or band, as you said, or, or, and those kind of things, um, there are a lot of different things that you can help them with. I'd imagine that are, that are really going to be help them set their children up better. You know, Damon, you know what our challenge is? Art. Well, this is more my challenge is keeping Nate from from trying to deliver the 18,000 ideas in his head in one podcast uh, episode. Yeah. Yes. I told you, we have have time. We're going to do, we're going to do dozens. We're going to do lots of these. Yeah. Yeah. And breaking it down into the small pieces is, is a, is a really big thing. And then allowing people the, the opportunity, the, the methods to be able to do it, digest it slowly and more than once to keep doing it because yeah, I just think what, and, and I can see it in your guys, in your voices and your faces, when you look at the excitement around this and, and especially as you were talking, Steve, it's, it's creating this next generation of kids that are, that are better equipped because it just, it, it makes a difference in their lives. I think, I think there's just an assumption out there that because you're a parent, you know, you know what to do. And I think we, uh, what we, we have a little, we have a little line that we use in our podcast and we haven't mentioned it yet. And we really, we truly believe this. Parenting is the hardest job and there's not a close second. Yeah. We, re- we really believe that. And so if, if a parent can open their mind and, and 
be willing to listen and try a different approach we we feel like these the skills techniques the disciplines that we share we 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 know they work because we've seen them work and Nate especially has used them uh, in his in his one-on-one practice with teens mm-hmm. and if people can just break through some of that old mindset limiting belief that this is the this is the way you do it and I'm the dad, you're the kid, so just listen to me. I mean, he could tell you about the middle school, the junior high to high school transition. And when when they get to high school, that that just isn't that just doesn't work very well anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, so was tempt- I was tempting him there to see if he was gonna if he was going to talk about that. He tells okay. me, I, t- I, I, I go crazy with it. I like turn it into a PhD doctoral course. And so I'm on a short leash. But it's, but it's, it's, you know, you guys are creating this content that's going to help parents, you know, look at the way they're parenting their high performers and, and, and really help them be a more productive part of it, which I think is because man, I want to ask this question. How many times have you seen uh, high performers, talented kids in whatever again, go off the deep end the wrong way because because a they didn't know how to deal with it, their parents didn't or weren't dealing with it right or or those kind of things. It happens too much, and and it's it's a response to the pressure. The pressure hurts; it causes pain, and the most convenient way to do it is to numb it. Hmm. And for kids that with social media and with all the availability of all these things, that numbing is usually not done in a productive way. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And you, you think about it and you wonder, um, and you hope that what you're doing will allow a few of those to those kids, those parents, first of all, to understand how they can help their kids better that will allow those kids at least to make a productive choice that says, hmm, maybe I'm not going to be the next, you know, baseball pro or, or riding champion, whatever it is, but I got other things I'm going to do that are going to be productive and fun. Well, and the, the real fun part of it is, is if the parents get it right, they actually turn the ownership of that, that athletic journey or the performer's journey to the performer themselves. And so now the athlete becomes the deciding for it. And and if the athlete says, I want to be the best, I want to do that. And it's their decision. And now the parent becomes somebody that equips them and encourages them and empowers them on that, on that journey. That's fun. Yeah. And who knows how good they can be if they, if they make the conscious choice to own their own journey Instead of thinking, oh, I'm just doing this because my dad wants me or my mom wants me to. When they own that, that's when the the ceiling just blows off. Yeah. And who knows how good they could be. Yeah. 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 I I was lucky enough to see that with my son. He had three guys now off of the team he played with in high school that are in the MLB. Wow. And and, uh, you watch – and those – the parents did a pretty good job of that. Just letting, I mean, the kids weren't in it because the parents wanted to grant the parents loved it, that their kids were in there. And, but it was at the end of the day, when those, those kids 
if they can decide that, you're right. I, I've seen it, and it's it's incredible to watch those kids because the kids are driving the game. Then, yeah, they're driving the they're driving the car. They're they're deciding what direction they're going, and and then it really is up to them and and how they can get develop their abilities. And that's why yeah. we call it the the coaching approach. That's why it's stop parenting and start coaching because a good coach does that for their players. Yeah. A good coach puts their players out there with correct principles and then lets them go and create and make plays and do it. And the players just own it and they play at higher levels. And we've figured why can't parents do that with their kids? Yeah. <laughs> Take that same coaching approach where you're just equipping, encouraging and empowering your kids. And then you just step back and watch the fun, watch what yeah. they create. Yeah. You no, know, Damon, I had a, a, I can't remember who told me this, but it, it was a, it was a coach. Uh, and he said more teams and players are destroyed at dinner tables and locker rooms than they ever are on, on the court. Yeah. And um, I don't know how much truth there is to that, but things that parents say and things that the players say to each other um, in the locker room has a, has a huge impact. We tend to focus only on what's happening on the court. And there's no question that coaches can build or destroy on, mm -hmm. on the court as well. But uh, if we can help, if we could help dinner table talk to where it's going to, as Nate said, we're going to equip the kids. We're going to empower the kids and they can, they can in turn do that with their teammates. Think about how many more, uh, you know, happy players, meaningful experiences would take place. And I think kids would perform at higher levels too. They would, they would get closer to, to closing the gap on their potential. Yeah. Well, and two, and we haven't talked about it much. When you equip your children like this, um, they're better equipped for life. Yes. And for sure, this I mean, this goes way beyond um, yeah. um, a great a great drill team performance yeah. or a region trophy or in fact, this I mean, our our first course that we're uh, just finishing up um, really, really goes into that. It's called the scoreboard. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it's I'm not going to tell you anything more about it, but that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's but, awesome because it, it does. I mean, that's, and that's the thing is, is the, the techniques that you guys are talking about here um, and, and applying them to high performing children and the parenting and, and helping the parents become more coaches uh, get, equips those children to, to work through adversity themselves better and, and find their way. I mean, I, you know, from when you see this, when you see this and you look at it, I don't care. You can go out and look at, look at the most famous athletes that you see or, or the, you know, someone that was a, a good athlete. They, they seem to be able to figure out things in life. They solve problems. They do, you know, it may not be the best solution, but they'll find solutions, you know, and, and you look at some of these people that, that have been able to, to do really some incredible things. Uh, beyond the sports field is, is a, a, I think a testament to them. Some of the lessons they learned on the, on the fields. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, that's that's the real definition of confidence, isn't it? Just believing that you'll find a way to work things out. Yeah. And like if you have real confidence, you can get thrown in a weird situation and you just know that, you know, even though crap's going on and this is this is all weird, I, I can find a way to work this out. Yeah. Uh, and the 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 performance arena is a perfect place to develop that confidence. And then it yeah. spills over from there. And and as parents and as coaches, that should be our end game is to equip these kids with that knowledge that, you know what, no matter what happens, I can find a way to work this out. Yeah, that's really good advice there. So you guys are, your podcast, you've been working on your podcast. <laughs> when when are you going to start releasing episodes on your podcast? Um, you know what? I th we're just having so much fun making them. We're just sitting on a bank of them. <laughs> we are. Well, I will, I will tell you we're in, we're in it for the long game. Yeah. So, I mean, we're going to do this because, uh, we like it. Even if yeah. we else liked it, we don't even care. We just, we love what we're doing, but we are, um, we are planning on, we're recording multiple multiple yeah. episodes and and stacking them so that we can release uh, one per week without any stress or worry. So right now we are we're spending this fall. Um, I don't know if there's a better word than stacking them. Yeah, uh, know, so good. that when so that when we do release them, and it may be the same time we release our. Uh, our first, our first course is, uh, we may be doing that at the same time. Very cool. One of our, one of our blessings is, uh, that this is, this is a big, it's a side hustle. It's a big side hustle mm -hmm. for us, mm -hmm. but, uh, we actually have food to eat. So we, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we don't, uh, um, we You're not in a timeline. You can do it. You can I'm do it like you want. But I don't. Yeah. So that sometimes is a little bit of a curse because, and we have to coach ourselves on this is yes. not waiting for it to be perfect. And we have this, this time to, but I will say this every time we get faster at everything we're doing. Oh right? yes. Yes. Whether it's creating a course, podcasting, uh, we're getting, we're getting better and faster at all of uh, that stuff. Uh, but those things can't keep up with uh, our ideal list. Our ideal Good. list is really long, Damon. Good. Really. Every time we record one episode, we end up with 10 to 20 more ideas for another yeah. one. So it's a blast. That, uh, that's great. Because... Is asking though, is, are, would you like us to commit to a date? Well, it's, I'm just I'm just curious. So people listening and they're going, oh God, this really this is really neat. I'd, I'd like to know when it's going to start coming out. We're we're I, close, and I really think that that I still teach, so I still mm -hmm. have the full time job. So I'm yeah. I'm kind of the anchor holding us back when it comes to really kicking it up a notch on that. Um, but I really think that by the time we get to the the end of the month, we mm -hmm. can have stuff that's available and ready. Yeah. Like we, cool. we've, we've done such a good job of advancing just little pieces, little pieces, little pieces, and it's going to let us really hit the ground running, which is yeah. what we wanted to do. That's why yeah. we've been 
you know, playing the long game so far is we really want to make sure that when we put something out, we don't just put out one episode and then nothing for a month. We want to put one out and then put a second one out. And then just so people know that each week we can tune in and get something good. That's going to make Mm -hmm. us think. If somebody was really jazzed and wanted us to notify them, um, right now, they could just simply send us an email to create, transform, become. I know it's a long one, but we actually want you to type out those words because they're three pretty awesome words. Yeah. So create, transform, become at Gmail. All if right. they were, if they wanted to do that, we would uh, definitely okay. give them a personal cool uh, invite to when we do start. Yeah. Yeah, because I think this is this is one of those things that when you start releasing episodes, it's going to be fun to to see and and help help get the word out. Because it, I mean, this is this is something that's going to help a lot of people, and it's it's going to be cool for them to see it. And I I can understand how you're how the the process goes, but I'll tell you, once you, like you said, once you start going, the podcasting gets easier, the writing becomes easier, courses will become easier, and and pretty soon you'll be you'll be going, Oh, we should probably make another 10 podcasts and it's okay. Let's take, you know, Saturday afternoon and make them. And, Saturday, and, well, we do Saturday morning. There you go. There you I, go. I go and run 20 miles and then we go do the podcast. Yeah. So this, let's back up to that a little bit. Cause you guys are saying, you're talking about running a little bit. You guys aren't just like runners. You're like runners. No. So Steve, you, how many marathons have you, have you done? Uh, I, it's probably, it's probably ten, and probably, <laughs> probably that's not, that's, that's not real. I mean, that's if you ta- if you real. talk to crazy runners, like they're they they do a lot more than that. I've done a lot of half marathons, yeah, um, yeah. and I did. I've done a lot of triathlons. I've done two Ironman. Yeah, um, I'm done yeah, with those. I'm yeah. yeah. He he's running in. The, he's he's training for Boston. Yeah, I was going to talk about that. And he's he's running in the Chicago Marathon in 12 days. 12 days. days. All right. I'll be down in the streets of Chicago, and it's going to be a blast. How many marathons have you done? How many marathons have you done some more? This will be number seven. Nice. And so I'm 26 halves and seven seven full, seven on after Chicago. What's the hardest part about running marathons, guys? Finding the time to train. Yeah, it's almost a full time job because you got to eat right. You've got to and that doesn't mean like diet. I mean, sometimes you got to eat more. Sometimes you got to eat less. Mm -hmm. You got to get plenty of sleep to make sure your body's recovering. You got to do the strength training that goes along with it. And then, you know, you got runs of 10, 12, 14, 16, 20, 22 miles. And that takes time. Yeah, this guy, he's a superman. I mean, one-on-one coaching practice. This yeah. this thing we've got going. Uh, family, uh, and then the whole teaching and coaching, teaching full-time teaching gig, and then the the whole marathon training. Yeah, yeah. And he and he smiles all the time. Well, you know yeah. what? If you if you're busy, you're busy. It's good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. So as as you guys go forward with this, if you look down the road a year, what do you what do you guys where do you hope you're at in a year with this? It's making a difference for thousands of people. 
Nice. Just, you know, people, people are able to easily pick up the stuff and whether they connect directly with us or not, they can watch one of our courses and it's going to make a difference in the way they parent their kids. And, you know, if they, they really like what we're talking about and they're following us and they want to do more, um, you know, we've got the one-on-one coaching stuff that we do where we really do yeah. a deep dive into not just the, the parenting, but really maximizing your, your joy and engagement and confidence in life. Um, cause that's what, that's what we're after. So, you know, a year down the road, I, I would love to see both of us just have a, you know, full set of clients that we're working with one-on-one continuing to put out life-changing podcasts and course content that help parents and help teens to, to just be their best and get the most out of life. Boom. That's just a mic drop moment right there. <laughs> I can it, is. <laughs> it is it's just this boom that's done it's a wrap because i mean it's it's cool what you guys are doing i, I mean I, I don't know if i get so so jacked up about it because i was you know i was in it a long time i was the the president at a baseball club with 150 200 kids in it for seven eight years i saw this on the field all the time i know how hard it is from being one of those parents first of all and seeing it as a coach for as many years as i did and and how you guys are helping parents just get an idea of what the heck we should do and and then uh that could help their kids because their kids you know like you said before those parents love those kids more than they realize and want them to to be their best more than they even realize and you're equipping them to be able to do that and i would think it's awesome i would say too damon is uh we in, in both our approach to the podcast and our approach to our courses, we are, we are focusing on practical, applicable yeah. information strategies, and we're purposely keeping our podcast short. Um, it's it's going to be very short, and our courses are actually very short, and w- we're not going to try to shove a 328 page workbook yep. and a 17 module course when we could give a parent something that they could go use tonight with their son or daughter. And they're not overwhelmed by just all of this, this information just for the sake of, you know, distributing information. So we yeah. hope, and we'll we'll find out as we get feedback. We'll obviously are gonna. This will be a learning experience for us, but we hope that people will be attracted to our our content because it's easy to understand and it's quick. Uh, you can implement it quickly. Nice. Average nice. commute times twenty six minutes. Our podcasts are going to be short enough that you could listen to the entire podcast on your trip to work. And then catch nice. another episode on the way home. There you go. All right. Well, Nate, Steve, it's been awesome. I, I was looking so forward to this and talking to you guys about this because, man, what you guys are doing there at Create, Transform, Become, and with your podcast, Stop Parenting and Start Coaching, uh, I, I'm really excited to see see how you can help parents and, and uh, high performers just and like you said, enjoy life better and, and have more fun. So thanks for being here today, guys. Thanks everyone else for listening. Thanks for having us. And thanks, if, 
you bet guys if people want to reach out just hang on for a minute after we're done here but if people want to reach out to you guys it is create transform become at gmail.com correct very good well look forward to what you guys are doing in the future and thanks everyone for listening we'll be back again later this week with another episode of the faces of business thanks everyone thank you